so I think after we finished each of the first two episodes, Lindsay and Sarah are both like, oh my god, this is the perfect scenario to be running right now. Like, I'm having so much fun. I love the yeah. wintry theme. So, like, <laughs> what what is it about this that you're enjoying so much so far? Well, I'm, like, wrapped in a blanket with, like, cozy socks on. Um, it was like, I went out and about and did all these things this weekend, and it was cold out there. So, it's just, I'm ready for snow. It's all the vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just, it's neat to be, like, recording this right now, like, before the holiday, and, like, there's lots of snow on the ground in upstate New York, and I think I also just, like, love, I just, like, love winter settings of things, like, um, the old, like, the 1994, like, Little Women, my, I don't know if anybody has seen that movie, but, yeah. or, but, <laughs> Eric's shaking his head no, but Sarah seems like yes, <laughs> um, which is fair, that's, it's a good breakdown, yeah, me too, and, my favorite part is like that first half of the movie is like when they're in that like the Christmas and they're like trudging through the snow and they have their little lanterns and stuff and there's just something about it and I think yeah so it's really it's just really easy for me to picture like Rose and Manu like you know like bundled up and they have like you know they're like probably like they're they're like hoods like are you know like tied up really tight and they have their gloves on and like they have to you know pick their way through the snow and everything i just think that i don't know i could just picture it very clearly it's nice it's naturally very dramatic yeah, yeah there is something like you about... have to make an entrance when you arrive because you have like all the things to take off <laughs> oh my god and it's like the swirl of snow comes in and then you close the door and it's like a flicker of the fire yeah fire yeah <laughs> there is something very evocative about cold weather settings i think i i agree with you i was i just downloaded there's a i'm not gonna remember the author's name which is bad actually i should probably get it um if i'm gonna talk about this but mm-hmm. i just downloaded a who knows if I'll ever use it for anything, but I just downloaded a scenario for a game called Merk Bore, which is a, a Scandinavian game, which is like, it's like D&D, but like as dark and like heavy metal and like gritty as you can imagine. Like, like just, the, just the most, like your characters are so weak and frail and like anything can kill them. And like Ooh. the type, it, and like, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's very like, I don't know, it's very heavy metal. And this one's called Snow on Snow by uh, JVC Perry. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're charged with going to find the idol of a dead god in the, in the, in the, like trudging through the snow to find this thing. And like, I don't know, you fight like this bleeding reindeer and like, it just is like, (laughs) oh my God. It's so different than this, but it's also like, I feel like I can picture these like very down on their luck, like medieval era people oh we're gonna get paid if we like go out in the snow and find this idol for you like absolutely i'll do that and just like trudging through the snow with the wind blowing in their face and yeah it's just great the only colors are white and red as far as the eye can see. Ooh, <laughs> oh my god, it. tagline. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eric, you describing that reminds me of like, you know, it's like all different cultures, like especially around this time of year, like have some very specific, um, you know, different like folklore stuff. But there seems to be like in a lot of other countries, like other than the U.S., like some really scary ones like Kramp- Krampus. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the what, when you're describing that made me think of, um, I just had to look it up to remember the name, but mary lude or it's like this it's like a horse skeleton that like comes to your house yeah it's like a horse's skull on a pole and it's carried by somebody under a sackcloth and they like come (laughs) to your house or something like that it's something like nuts like that but it's like something they do every single year sorry not something nuts something that is culturally appropriate but seems terrifying (laughs) from the place that i'm in (laughs) 
so oh my gosh, it's so scary. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a horse skull. But yeah, I don't know like what the whole like background like, of it, but that's what when you were describing that about like the bleeding reindeer and stuff, I was like, oh my god, it's this thing. Yeah. Let's be honest though, like with a little bit of reframing, Santa Claus becomes very scary. Like he oh, he yeah. flies yeah. and like drops down into your house through the chimney. Yeah, like and that's kind of terrifying. He knows what you're doing. He's watching yeah. you the entire year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Surveillance state. Mary is scary because it has like a veil on. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, like a, a raw horse skull <laughs> to do with the skull. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> yeah, because why? Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't like that at all. Right. Hmm. But if you're into that sort of eerie stuff, Krampus, they like there's a movie that only came out a couple of years ago. So good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Krampus, I think, has been many times turned into um like D and D and Pathfinder, uh, a D and D Pathfinder yeah. monster. Mm. Just for just for such occasions. I love it. Very much I know Eric, we talked about this yesterday, but um Lindsay, did you ever watch Riverdale? Yes. Oh, love that show. <laughs> Loved yeah, it. Loved this, it. Loved it. Mary Lude is very um, Gargoyle King mm-hmm. festive to me. That was a neat storyline, that whole like Dungeons and Dragons, but like truly satanic panic kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was neat. Yep. Never seen Riverdale. feel like it's a, it's a cultural miss it. for me. I yeah. feel like actually mm-hmm. you and Kelsey would both really like it because Kelsey loves anything with teenagers. That's true. Mm-hmm. She does. Of, like, she loves teen a teen drama. drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus Listen, some creepy <laughs> Yeah. And it goes off the rails. I can't even describe how insane it starts. Because at some point you'll be like, when do these kids go to school? Like, aren't they supposed to take their SATs? And like a lot of other crazy stuff is happening. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Riverdale plug. Get some advertising on there. Amazing. Amazing. All right. So we're going to dive back in. I did not set my timer, so I don't know how long we've been talking for. Um, But I'm going to start it now. Uh, So we're going to dive back in. Rose, Fallaby, Manu, Kasut are on the trail of whoever or whatever brought about the demise of Manu's aunt, Sylvia Deveren, um, and made her heart literally freeze and not thaw. They have followed the trail to the person whose wedding dress Sylvia was making, Denise Danton, um, and her fi- father, I, sh- I probably said Charles before, but I suppose it's probably Charles, Charles, <laughs> Charles Danton, um, who was initially just kind of annoyed that another one of his vendors had died. Come to find out that the, the wine merchant who was supposed to pl- supply the champagne for the wedding also died, also of hypothermia. And... When kind of pressed on that, the father said, well, the only person that I can think of that would want to stop this wedding from happening is a so-called poet of surpassing uselessness uh, <laughs> named Yvonne Michelet, who has been trying to woo his daughter, Denise, for a while very unsuccessfully. Um, perhaps he is the one who wants to stop this wedding and is causing whatever it is to happen. So Rose wants to, Rose convinces Manu to go to the wine shop of the wine merchant. And as you walk in, Rose, you see this occult symbol in ice and snow on the fireplace, on the, on the, the brick of the fireplace. I'm not going to make you roll another composure roll, but I think this is obviously um, kind of exacerbating the lack of composure that you were already feeling from mm-hmm. seeing this thing before. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that 
especially because she walks in and feels compelled to look over to the fireplace again, both hoping that it's she's not going to see what she expects. And yet I think maybe in her heart, like it's like knowing that that's what she's going to see. Um, I think that, you know, they've only walked probably a foot or two into the door, but the moment she sees it, she kind of, you know, she puts her arm out to like, like brace across um, Menu to stop them from going further because this is, there's just an overwhelming sense of, of unrest for her. And it feels like it's, it's almost that fear of like, if I go further into this, it's going to like wash over me. And I think what she says immediately is, it's there, it's there. And then like very quietly under her breath, like basically to herself, like, I knew it. And Manu is more hysterical about it, like just dramatic. She's like, oh, Rose, you knew he has been cursed as well. Um, And I think from that vantage point, Rose hasn't taken any further steps in, but she's gonna, she's gonna scan the room just for anything else that is that feels like it might be not that she's like super familiar <laughs> with the floor, <laughs> you know like what what you do at like you know um this wine shop or anything but just anything that might stand out to her trying to take a look to see if there's anything and i think you passed your sense trouble role from before i think the overwhelming <laughs> feeling that you get is that the same thing happened right like this man was in his shop and something something kind of overcame him when he was in the middle of going about his business and he died. He, hmm. he you're you're sure that he wasn't out in the snow. He wasn't, you know, he didn't he, you know, it, it wasn't a situation where he he got back in but um but you know, it had already succumbed to the effects that that the same thing that happened to Sylvia happened here as well. Mm. And I think Rose is going to call out louder like, "Hello, hello. Is anyone here?" Nothing. I think Manu is feeling less like afraid of the thing, um, and is willing to like go and see if there's like a desk and ruffle through the papers and just see if there's like anything suspicious or any other info, like threatening notes from Ivan Michelet or anything like that. Sure. Um, yeah. So you start you start ruffling through. You know, he has a there's a ledger um, that kind of records all of the all of the purchases that he's made and all of the purchases that people make from him because he's kind of like a, a wine middleman. You know, he buys it from suppliers and then sells it to people. You see the large order for the Danton family um, of champagne for the following weekend. Seems like maybe he was in, in, the, in the kind of back room, seems like maybe he was putting the champagne in crates and getting ready to, to have them brought over to the Danton residence. You don't see the name Yvonne Michelet anywhere doesn't seem like there are any threatening notes or anything like that like that's the main thing there is one weird thing that manu wants to do while we're here does it look like a a wine shop like you could go in and just buy one bottle as well Mm -hmm. yeah okay she wants to get two bottles of wine she's not gonna steal them she's like leave money like more money than she would need necessarily (laughs) and one is gonna be like whatever wine sylvie likes the best because you know when she gets home tonight she needs to drink it for her and then one is just like a bottle of like nice wine that she's gonna give to the carriage driver Aww. Well, yeah, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's gonna like leave the money, you know, like she takes it and like puts the francs or whatever, like right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's this semi-cursed wine. <laughs> yeah. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but you know, it's yeah. Like, can't drink yeah. the water in Paris. Yeah. Right. Of course. Uh, ooh. Okay. 
So, I mean, I think while Manu is is doing that, you know, grabbing the wine and, like, leaving, in, ha- having looked at the papers and, like, left the money and stuff like that, um, Rose is sort of, like, pacing in, like, a very tight, just, like, quick back and forth, um, you know, still thinking about this symbol. And part of her, like, wants to write it down so she can remember, and the other part is, like, I don't want to, like, I don't know what this means, like, I don't want to, like, carry this on, like, forward, um, and when, you know, Manu is done with her, the task that she's doing, Rose turns to her and says, this has to, we, this has to be something with this poet. I, I can't picture what else it would be. Danton was a dead lead, but if the same exact thing happened to your aunt and to this wine cellar and, and this symbol has appeared, I don't know. I, it's, it's perplexing because... I haven't, you know, we haven't heard anything from your aunt's story that anyone entered and, and was here while she was doing this work on her own. Um, you know, we don't know about the wine cellar. You know, did, did this appear after they died? Did it appear before? Um, I think the, the poet is the next lead. Gentil, of course, yes. There is something sinister afoot with Yvonne Michelet. Something very sinister. Perhaps we should ask around about him. I know some poets. Yeah, so I think you would... It, it, I should say it's it's getting on to be kind of like later afternoon at this point. And yeah, I think I think for sure you both probably know some kind of, you know, cafes and bars and places where like poets hang out that you definitely could like go and ask around about this guy. You, you know, um, you've, you've heard of him, um, Manu, so you kind of know what circles he runs in, like what places he like, you know performs his poetry at so you probably could go ask around is anything open or is everything closed because of the snow um i think most places are closed but you might be able to find somewhere where the like poetry students are hanging out if that makes sense you know what i mean like they're they're somewhere Oh my uh, gosh, it's gonna be like cleanly. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't possibly. Uh, they couldn't possibly just sit at home during the snowstorm. So they're they're drinking right. somewhere. You just gotta find them. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, I believe it's Manu that has poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna use that as um, as the investigative ability here. You're just kind of like tapping into what you know about the poetry scene and who might know. And you kind of spend the late afternoon, early evening going to places trying to see if you know where people might be hanging out and get a sense of what they know about Yvonne Michelet. You ask around and what you find out is that as you knew kind of he he has a really bad reputation in poetry circles. He's like egotistical, kind of a pest. His ambitions far exceed his talent. But everyone's very pleased because over the last the last like month or so, he hasn't been around. Because, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been in any readings or, like, the literary salons, which everybody's obviously very excited about. He, he certainly yeah. isn't out today, which people are pleased about. Mm-hmm. And you hear from a couple people, the last anybody saw him, he was saying that he had read a copy of a famous band play, and it had completely changed his perspective on all matters literary and philosophical. And, of course, everybody thinks he's being, like... He's just like being hyperbolic. He's just like exaggerating like, oh, you read this play that like only you've seen and nobody else has seen and it like changed your philosophy on everything. (laughs) We all know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did they say anything about like, did they say that he said what the name of this play was or like how he found it? Any of those details? 
they say that he's being very cagey about where he found it and like didn't want to reveal the name because like you know they suspect that he was being like you know this like this Maybe is a no. secret that I know that you don't know and right. so I'm not going to tell you about it. Okay. And do does anyone know where he lives? Yeah, you're able to you're able to acquire an address. It's also in the Latin Quarter. It's where a lot of the students live. Mm-hmm. Is that where I live as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Both of you okay. probably have have um, residence in the Latin Quarter. Mm. We should go there. Yeah, I feel like that is really our next clearest step, is to find out. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything you're doing? Are you just like continuing along, like just going, like hopping in the carriage, going to his house, mm-hmm. knocking on the door? I mean, I think that when we've stopped at these like places where the poets are and like catching up with people and that sort of stuff, I I think we probably pause to have a little dinner because yes. we were right out the Some door <laughs> yeah it's been a very long day not only we found out that sylvie is dead but that a lot of like super weird stuff is going on right we've been like all over the arrondissement so i think we we stop and we have some dinner and i think we probably talk out our plan like how we're going to approach this person right because yeah. the only i mean you can't just barge in and be like hey you were harassing this girl that you liked who didn't like you back, and now two people who... I mean, it's really essentially that, right? But, like, two people that were involved in the wedding that you don't want to happen are dead. Like, what's the deal with that? Um, But I think that... I mean, yeah, like, how are we going to approach him? Like, is this something where we want to talk to him, or are we just trying to sneak into this guy's apartment and, like, see what's, what's up? I didn't even think of that. That's a great idea. Right. Just because, I mean, if we really think that he is attached to these murders, however, he's dangerous. Um, But the only other way, I mean, you know, I guess trying to talk to him would be, I mean, we could say, I mean, an easy sort of in (laughs) could be that, you know, we've heard in many circles that he... Um, has found a creative breakthrough through this play that he found and it would be easy for us. Yeah, like we're curious or like, you know, Rose is like, you know, finding herself in like a similarly stagnant creative spot and like would love to like hear about his experience to like help, you know, lift that burden. Um, You know, speaking at potentially is like two people who have struggled, like how could that kind of thing. Um, and that we know that it is like a closely guarded secret. So we wanted to go to his home to find out, see if he's like more willing to talk to us that way. Should we both go or should one of us go and lure him out and then the other one can go invest, go through his stuff while he's out there? I mean, I, that would be great. That could totally work. Yeah. Like one of us is like, oh, come get a drink with us. Come walk in the snow. It's so inspiring. And yeah. then the other is like, Joop. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be good. I think it would make the most sense to me that Manu would be the one to charm him out because he seems like he has the kind of personality that would be easily sucked in by a <laughs> charming young yeah. woman. Yeah, I think I <laughs> but did. yeah, 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 yeah. How would okay. Manu feel about this that is kind a of plan? Long day. She's no, yeah. she's like ready to catch this. Yeah. Okay. I don't think like Rose. I don't think Rose feels super comfortable with the idea of not the breaking entering, which is like fine. But she's like a little comfortable, a little uncomfortable with the idea of him being alone with Manu. So I think that if she's she's like you know, um, if this is the direction we want to go, 
if our heart is set on this, I'd feel better if you asked him to have, you know, a glass of wine with you somewhere public rather than wandering yeah. the streets alone. I think that's a good idea. Like, a, just a quiet little place on his block or something. Yeah. Okay. So when right. was, like, arranging her hair and pinching her. Now it's her turn to pinch her cheeks and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, this is a very dramatic day. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's intense, yeah. So I think Rose wouldn't go... Rose wouldn't actually go up to, like, the door with Manu. I think she'd probably, like, stay, like, in the street or, like, you know what I mean? On the corner, like, waiting for that kind of thing. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Okay. So Rose is, is kind of on the street around the corner, and Manu, you go up into this apartment. It's... I think you would describe the decor of the apartment building as old in like a like it's run down but it's also like trying to like it's trying to be like hipstery if that makes sense mm. you know it's like it's it's Sounds intentionally like, old yeah. and like leaning into the fact that it's old and like trying to kind of play it up like seems like the kind of place that a pretentious poet might <laughs> might find appealing um and yeah you go up to uh the apartment door Bonsoir, Monsieur Ivan. Ivan. You hear some movement inside, and you open up the door, and you see a few things immediately. You feel a wave of heat come out of the door as it opens up, um, mm-hmm. and you can see inside that there's like there's a fire like roaring in the fireplace, but there are also like candles kind of lit all throughout the apartment. Not like covering every surface, but like there are candles all over the place. Um, And it's really warm in there. And you see, it looks like on the floor and like on a table that you can see through the doorway, there's like small scraps of paper kind of like littered across the floor and like on the table that you can see. And this like kind of young-ish, kind of pretentious looking young man opens the door and he's wearing like multiple layers uh he's wearing like two sweaters and like a coat and then like a heavier coat over that and a hat pulled over his head and he is still like visibly shivering as he as he opens the door and he's like hello hi uh hi um can i help you Bonsoir. Uh, my name is, is Manu Kasut. I'm so sorry if I've caught you at a, a bad time or if, if you are uh, unwell. I had heard about some creative things I wanted to speak with you, but perhaps now is not a good time. No, 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 no. It, it's it's fine. I'm j- j- just a, a, a little cold. It's 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 okay. Come come in, come in. And as you walk in the room, do you? Sorry, do you come in? I shouldn't say that. I think she, maybe she'll follow him in, but, like, keeps the door open. Yeah. Like, he's kind yeah. of, like, casually holding the door so that it's still open. Sure. So you look around, and you can see that the rest of the floor and all of the surfaces of the room are covered in these, like, scraps of paper. And you see that there's, like, like an untidy handwriting written on all of the scraps of the paper. And it is, like, really hot in here. Like, like boiling hot in here. How crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, she does not want to stay in here, so she's, like, I just... I, uh, I mentioned my name is Manu. I am a poet, and I've, I've heard your work before. It is, is 
cuts to the soul, really. And I, I, I'm meeting friends later, but I had some time and I'm in the area. I, I would love to get a, a glass of wine, if you would like to talk. What, what do you want to talk about? I, I, how did you say you, 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 you've heard of me? I am also. I, she looks at the floor like bashful. She's like, I'm somewhat of a poet myself, so I've, I've heard your work. And I, I was talking with some friends today. They said that you have been so inspired as of late, and I wanted to, to, to see if you could help me to, to also become so inspired. The snow. It was. It seemed like the perfect opportunity to sit with a glass of wine and to talk. Uh, what investigative ability do you think you're using here? Uh, bonomi. Yeah, that seems right to me. Um, <laughs> Blanca, let's talk to you about poems. Come on, dude. <laughs> so you've seen that you might be heartbroken. He says, w- 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 "What inspiration have you have you heard about?" And he like kind of has a suspicious look on his face, but he's like not ruling out talking to you. I've heard you have been holed up, not sharing any of your poems. The curiosity is just too much for me. I would love to know what your ideas have been about. Uh, so, uh, would, can I, can I, can I get you a, a drink? I would love a drink. The, my favorite bar is just down the block. Oh, I, well, uh, it's, it, 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 it's pretty cold out there. Uh, are you, are you sure you don't want to just, just stay up here? She's going to lay on the tarp. That would be lovely, but as a lady, I think it might be best if we sit in a bar. All right, I think if you use one of your pushes, you can convince him to leave. One of my two pushes? Mm-hmm. This guy? Chump? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. She bats her eyes and is like, <laughs> perhaps we could have a drink here afterwards. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and I think I actually am going to have you roll a composure check, too. This is just such a strange, okay. unsettling scene. Like, it's so hot in here. And the, this, like, yeah. the, the scraps of paper everywhere, like, it's it's a little, like insane and he's like freezing cold clearly Mm -hmm. but like doesn't seem to like he doesn't like have a cold (laughs) and he doesn't seem to realize that he's as cold as he is like he doesn't seem to realize that it's like so hot in there and he's wearing multiple layers and yet he's still shivering that doesn't seem to strike him as weird he just like thinks he's a little chilly Mm. and Manu does not like doing this this is not her norm she doesn't Mm. even have to like put on airs like this yeah and when she when they're leaving she's gonna like Pretend to tie her shoe or something and like put a rock in the door or something. So like it's definitely okay. Cool. Not that. Like you can get in. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So first of all, do you want to do a composure test? Let me know if you want to spend anything before rolling. Yeah, I'll use a composure. One point. Yeah. Okay. Um. So do I just like mark that down as seven now? Then. Yeah. And here we go. Oh. <laughs> I got a one. Oh boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> So you are going to get your second shot card, which is uh, called Dread. Oh, gosh. Um, So that's a minus one to presence and focus tests. So now you have a minus one to presence and a minus two to focus. And then after any such test, so any future presence or focus tests, you're going to roll a die. And on an even, this will um, drop down to unease. Oh, okay. Uh, which is another, which is so another card. Lessened. Yes, um, but I think I mean. So remember that you have two shot cards now, and so I think you are Which is not fine. No, no. I think I think I think you maybe had hoped 
that coming here would have been something that some you 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 feel you felt like finding the poet would have been the mundane part of this like he's yeah. doing something weird but like the weird stuff was the heart and the like the sign but this seems more weird right like it seems like you've gone deeper into something very strange here yeah i'm not like making progress on solving this problem it's like getting worse yeah yeah but he so he puts he 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 goes and puts on another coat and then <laughs> and then decide, and then and then leaves with you okay um and roll me a stealth check to um to see if you can slip the rock in the door without him noticing um and you can so just spend, like roll the die well you can spend from stealth too if you'd like to is stealth the same as sneaking oh yes yeah, sorry sneaking and i do think that actually is one of the sneaking is focused so you're going to take a minus one on this but you will also get to roll to see if you can discard the card so I have no sneaking, so... Okay, so we're rolling a minus one. We got a four, minus one. Four minus one is three. three. Yeah, he's he's pretty um, he's pretty distracted, and so he doesn't notice, and so you do stick the rock in the door. Um, and roll the die again, please. Five. All right, five. That is not an even number, so you do not, dis- you do not drop this uh, oh. card down. So right. I still have a feeling of dread as I go to this creepy ass date. <laughs> yes. So meanwhile, as this is happening, we switch mm-hmm. down to um to Rose. Mm-hmm. And Rose, you're kind of standing in this alleyway. You like have positioned yourself uh in a place where you think you can see the front door well. You you'll see when where when they're able to leave. Mm-hmm. As you're standing there waiting, you hear f- from behind you. <laughs> what do we have here? Oh my god. That scared me so much. <laughs> oh no. And you you turn and look and there's um there are um three young men look like kind of ruffians or hoodlums um who are all carrying um like clubs. Like you know, like little Billy. Oh my clubs. god! Oh my god! Okay, You're a hammer though. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, a young lady shouldn't be out on her own, creeping around in the darkness. Ooh. And they like start moving towards you. Okay. Um. So we're actually we're gonna move into we're gonna move into combat I here. Stare. I uh, see stare. I know. <laughs> um. But combat doesn't necessarily mean Alone? doesn't necessarily mean um that you have to fight. Mm-hmm. And this is like Manu and Ivan, like they wouldn't have heard this, obviously. No, no. Okay. Um, so the first thing you're going to do is define your objective. And so okay. there's a set number of, object- of objectives that you can um, you can decide on on how you want how you want this to go. Because um, so combat in in the Yellow King RPG is um, it's very narrative. And it's only one die roll, and that die roll kind of one die roll per character, but it's only one in this case, and okay. that kind of determines the outcome, and you kind of describe it based on that. Um, okay. And so here are your possible objectives. Let me know uh, which one you think um, uh, Rose would like to try to accomplish in this situation. Um, kill is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, render helpless, so you could try to remember render all three of them helpless. Gain surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, Beat up, block, which is like stop them from getting past you, which probably doesn't make a lot of sense in this current situation. Mm-hmm. Um, drive away to kind of get them to retreat. Um, escape, which would be just 
running away. Mm-hmm. Escape with a captive, which also probably doesn't make a lot of sense in this case. Um, mm. Gain an item. Probably mm-hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense. Overrun, which would be to like forcibly move through them who are if they're trying to block you. Mm-hmm. Or topple, which again also is not that helpful in the situation. They're, you're not like on a cliffside or something to be able to topple them over into it. Right. Okay. What does gain surrender mean exactly? Like basically like um, like uh, kind of overwhelm them to the point where they like they give up basically okay all right i think like what was the one that wasn't it was before escape it was like drive away drive away i think drive away is probably rose's objective here because she doesn't want to go she doesn't want to run away and like go too far away and like you know just in case something happens with Manu or like you know she loses her window to get upstairs Mm -hmm. I don't think she really wants to fight them or like kill anybody Um, she really wants to basically like be able to keep her position and not be like harassed by these people yep yep makes sense Mm -hmm. okay so, um, so the next thing you're going to do is you're going to decide, um, you're going to decide how much you're going to spend, um, and this is going to be fighting that you're going to spend something from. All right. So I have five for fighting, which okay. I, isn't that like a band? Um, and <laughs> uh. So I could spend as much as I want in that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think that I'm going to... So the, I'm, I'm trying to think about it right now. Like, this does feel like... This is intense, right? It's like three guys against just me by myself. But I also want to be prepared to fight anything else that might come up. So I think I'm mm-hmm. going to spend... I'm going to spend, like, three on my okay. fight. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, go ahead and roll. All right. All right, it is four. Yeah. Okay. So that's a seven total? Yes. And then, okay. but don't I, do I have minuses at all from? Uh, no, not to athletics. Okay. Um, you have minuses to the other, to, to uh, presence rolls, but not for athletics. Or sorry, not athletics. Um, yeah, presence Whatever I said things. it was. Okay. Yes. Uh, like... So fighting is not one of the things okay. that you have a minus to. Seven. Yeah, so that's that's plenty. Um, oh, okay. And so, uh, yeah, describe to me mm-hmm. what you do to get them to um, to run away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that Rose, being the you know a consummate uh, artiste of sculpting, she always has some of her tools on her, mm-hmm. which is like you know they've been cumbersome as they've been traveling literally all over Paris today. But um, I think that almost immediately, like when she hears the voice, she you know she turns around, she takes a step back, and she reaches into her cloak pocket, and she has one of her um, like mallets. And she just she just pulls it out right away, and it's sitting there like loosely but firmly in her hand. And and she says, um, "I am simply minding my own business, and I suggest that you do the same." I think that's just like, and she just and she uses the steel, like the yeah, just a very clear like stare. Yeah, I think one of them kind of walks up to you, and like, and like kind of like, kind of like is gonna try to grab your arm. Mm-hmm. And I think you reach out with your with your arm and like kind of grab his wrist, 
and I think you're a lot stronger than than they thought you were, and you kind of like turn it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that convinces them that like you're no longer an easy target, and they're like, oh no, I mean, I, we just think you should, you know, be a little more careful. But we'll uh, we'll leave you alone, and they kind of like slink off. Okay. Goobers. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you they... better run. That... <laughs> yeah. um, so you, they kind of slink off, and you resume your watch, and a few minutes later, um, Manu and Ivan walk out of the door, and Ivan kind of has his, his hand like placed on... Uh, Manu's back and is like kind of guiding her down the sidewalk. Oh, oh my gosh. I think even seeing that, like, because she's still like braced because those guys went away. I think her grip tightens a little bit more on that mallet, but yeah, it does, doesn't move on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Can I assume maybe the plan that we made is like, I bring him to this cafe or whatever. You go up there, look around, and like I won't. I will try to keep him in the cafe until you arrive in the cafe, because then we know that you've yeah. left. Yes, I like that. Smart. Okay. So can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna slip in through the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna slip in through the door and I'm gonna go upstairs and. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what are you What are you trying to? Is there anything in particular you're looking for? I think I am looking for I'm looking for anything that suggests this tie-in to to having been at the um the wine the wine merchant or at Sylvie's. So anything that suggests it, like obviously the symbol, but not just that. Like anything taken from those places or anything written down that has like their names, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything just trying about to Denise or the Danton. Yes, anything just trying to to tie together that connection. Sure. So you you start looking through the apartment. It's hard to go like it, it's it you know you would you would love to like look through his papers and things to see you know what you might be able to find, but there's papers everywhere and it's like things that are torn to shreds. It's like like scribbles, so it's hard to read and so it takes you a little while to to look through. But you definitely find some kind of love poems that are clearly directed at Denise. Um, they're not good. They're, 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 they're very bad. Um, but it's clear that like, he has an obsession with this woman. It's not just a, it's not just a, uh, you know, kind of a casual interest. And there's also, you. there's very clear um, themes of rage and jealousy that are coming with the obsession that he has with this woman. Like the, the idea that he, that he desires her and can't have her is, is kind of a major theme of the poetry. Mm-hmm. You also see like flyers for both Sylvia and Laurent, the wine merchant um, that like have that like have their address on them. So you at least are aware that he knows that they exist. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then there's a lot of like poetry and things that's written that like doesn't make any sense. Like it seems like it has ri- like he like like a crazy person has written it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
so the poetry, like the poetry about Denise, like, is it bordering on like, if I can't have you, no one can kind of like, oh, yeah, for sure. really for sure. intense, like not like unrequited deep love. Like, uh, I almost like hate you if I can't like be with you. No hatred for her. Yeah. Um, but just but like, like the desire to destroy everyone around her because of, okay. um, and like, you know, like, like make sure that, that, mm-hmm. that she is with him in the end. Yikes. Um, okay. And then the other poetry you said is like just incomprehensible. Like some of it. Like, yeah. Okay. Got it. And that's the poetry that seems most like, like ripped up. Okay. Right. Like started and then like, and then like ripped apart and then like started mm-hmm. again. Like he's trying to, he's trying to accomplish something and can't figure it out. And so he rips it up. And Okay. Um, and I'm looking, uh, Rose is going to look like all over the fireplace too, to see if she can see an ice symbol. Uh, no, you do Nothing. not. Okay. Okay. And is there seem to be any pattern to the papers that are ripped and left on the floor? Just chaos. Yeah, just just chaos. Okay. And there's the flyers for the wine merchant and for Sylvie's, but there's nothing else written on them. Like if I pick them up, if Rose picks them up and looks them over and stuff. Die, die, like, die. No, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know like, got them or something. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And no other flyers of other mm-hmm. merchants, like other kinds. Right. Yeah, is there any, like, sort of, like, I might be too on the nose, but, like, a list of wedding vendors, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. You don't see anything like that, no. Okay. All right. Yeah, is there any other rooms, like, that for for me to go into, or is it, like, a studio situation, like, I've scoped it all out? Uh, Yeah, you can can look in the other rooms, but we're actually going to, before you do that, we're going to switch over to outside, and... Manu, you lead, or Yvonne leads, one of you leads the other one to a wine, to like a a cafe nearby, and you sit down for a drink. He still seems very cold, to be clear. Yeah. yeah. And like people Um, are definitely like looking, like the, you know, like the, the, the server like looks at him weird, and like some of the people around are like looking, like, what is happening with this guy? Okay, so she's very like, thank you so much for. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. I must say, you seem as though you are very cold. Do you want to sit closer to the fire? I'm. I mean. I mean. It's. It, there's a snowstorm. Of, of, of course, I'm. I'm. I'm cold. Aren't, aren't you cold? Are we bien sûr, bien sûr, me. But you know, once I am inside, the cold seems to to dissipate. You know, you you have on maybe three jackets. <laughs> 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 That's true, I do. <laughs> Manu's like, hey, you're being really fucking weird. <laughs> do you want to speak to that? <laughs> it is uh, perhaps I, I, I caught a bit of a chill. It, it, it is no matter. Let let us let us talk about about art and, and philosophy and, and and the meaning of life. Oh, I thought you would never ask. <laughs> Do you, I only ask if you want to be more comfortable while we are talking. You you want to live on your three jackets and your scarf, your hat as well? For now, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> what if I said uh, I was cold? Would you give me a jacket? <laughs> uh, I, 
cannot have myself be in the same position as you. I must keep my good for myself. You understand. <laughs> um, but tell me, what is the the subject of your your poems? I've heard them, but I'd love for you to to speak to me yourself. What what inspires you? Well, I I I I I, I write about 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 many things. Uh, I. I write about 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 emotion and 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 love and and philosophy and 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 the meaning and like I said the the meaning of life. But 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 recently I I feel as though I my my mind has been about has been changed about about what it what it all means. I, I was perhaps you have heard I I, I recently came across a a a, a band a, a band play and it has it has changed the way that I I think about. About life itself. I have indeed heard. Don't worry, I will not ask you the title of the secret play, but I would love to know in what ways your mind has changed. Well, uh, I, 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 I see now that 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 the only the only real thing that 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 matters is 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 acquiring what what it is that you desire. Mm. What is it that you desire? And at that point, he gets kind of like a, almost like a lovesick look on his face, like a kind of like doe-eyed, kind of like soft expression. He's like, well, well, well there, there, there is, there is one, uh, a, a young lady, a, a, a beautiful young lady. Uh, her name, her name is, is Denise and, and, and she is, she is the meaning of life for me. Tell me more. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and <laughs> she is she is just surpassing all others in 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 beauty and 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 grace and 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 well I she must I must make her my my wife. I would love to meet such a woman. Where did you where did she come from? How did you come to know her? She she has 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 seen me at various poetry readings I, I I noticed her in 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 the crowd she is an artist as well no 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 she would never she she is she is much much too much too good for doing even even the art that that I that I do she she should have art done about her and 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 not mm. and and not done by her I understand do you not think that your art is goodness itself? When writing about love, no. It is. It only when, only when I am ch- ch- channeling the, channeling the play and and channeling my my love for Denise and 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 channeling the, the things that have been told to me by 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 the Duchess. Okay. Okay. Hold. On. I just need to pause so that I make sure I do the right thing. So the art is good when it is channeled through the play what's been told to him by the duchess that's what he said well when it, it, he said when it's about the play or when it when it reveals what is what is what is revealed in the play when it's about denise or when it um when it is kind of inspired by what has been told to him by the duchess uh-huh, so this which does not mad. mean anything to you <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah. So, so this this play it is a love play it is a an honorable love play or a secretive love play? No, no, no. It, well, it, it it is about love, but it, it it's about so much more. It 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 explains everything about about life and about 
the world and about 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 fear and 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 about how everything will happen. <laughs> Manu is still just you know she's she's holding it together, but Sarah. Yeah, I mean, is he's, like, he's 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 <laughs> he's crazy. Like he is clearly he is clearly yeah. like like lost. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I am trying to be like, what kinds of things do I want to know from him that will help me to solve this strange situation? Um, I mean, not to break the <laughs> Go ahead. fourth wall here, but I mean, we don't. Who's the Duchess? Like, what is that about? I know. I like, I'm like, like I want to know. Yeah. If, like, did ask about the Where play did that come first, from? Yeah, and then her. Yeah, like okay, so I it's don't about know. everything. It's like who gave you this? Pl- I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, ask okay. whatever you want, but so, like, no, 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 this is so yeah. Yeah, like, my who, mind is just like, who huh? gave you this play? Like. Yeah. How did you meet uh, the Duchess? Like yeah. you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the Duchess. The Duchess is your love. Oui? No, 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 no. De- Denise is my love. The, 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 the Duchess is, is the one that's 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 that will help me, help me to to, to woo her. She's a character in the play. She is the the author. She gave no, it to you. No, 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 no. She, she is, she's she's just someone who's who has come to to help me. A, acquire what what it is that i desire you meet with her often or you have known her for a long time or no 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 i just i just i just met her she she could sense my love and devotion for denise and i think that 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 drew her to me she she came to me one day she is also a poet no 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 she is she is much more than that she is she is an, an angel I think I know what you mean now, yes. She comes to you to help you to write. She is your muse. She, in in some ways, in some ways she is. She's, I can, I can see her today. I, I can see her more clearly than I have, I have, I have ever seen her before. She, she calls herself the, 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 the Duchess of Ice. And I believe that she has brought all of this as a sign that I soon will, will have what I want. So Manu's brain is going like a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> but she's like, I'm going to pretend what? that this is normal. She's like, oh, yes, when I'm inspired, I also have a vision that comes to me. Yes, yes. The Duchess, she is, she is here right now? No, n- no, I don't, I, don't, I don't see her right now. But I, I, I know that she, she, is, she is with me. This, this whole snowstorm, I, I believe, is a sign from her. Fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's like... And do you invite her? Does she visit when she wishes? Does can you do things that call to her? How do you communicate she, with her? She 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 knows when I when I when I need her. Whatever do you mean? She when I when I need her most, she 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 comes. You can see her. You can sense her. Tell me yes 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 yes. She is she she comes to my apartment. She. She speaks with me. She helps me un- un- understand the play. She she has read it m- many times herself, and she she knows uh, she knows how to 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 interpret it, and she knows about my love for Denise, and she she, she knows how to how to help me how to help me woo her. She speaks French. <laughs> oui. She's just trying to make it like so that he doesn't think she's doing anything creepy. But yeah, oh, I think okay. it's probably about hmm. this time that. Rose has finished her search of the apartment and then kind of walks into the cafe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I want to ask more questions of, like, how he gets the Duchess to come. Like, is there a spell? Did she make those things on the wall? Does he have to, like, 
reward her for her helping him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then where did he get it from? Sure. So you, you kind of like broach those topics. The only thing that he, that you really are able to get from him in addition, he doesn't see, he doesn't know anything about a sign. He just, he has this sense that she is, or at least I think you get the sense from what he says. I don't think this is even conscious for him, but that his emotions, whether they are actually love or rage or jealousy or something like that, his emotions are fueling the Duchess in some way. Okay. Um, and you're with your occult knowledge, like this sounds very much like yeah. some sort of supernatural being that he has somehow like called into existence. And like, this isn't exactly yeah. like the occult that you practice. Yeah, this is like you definitely know that there are circles of of occultists in Paris that you like mm-hmm. you're like aware of like where they where they are. Um, yeah. that like believe really strongly in this stuff, like whether they whether they're like actually yeah. trying to call beings into existence or anything like they you you would know some like experts in like this type of thing, even if you're okay. not one. Okay, and I think that what Manu is starting to feel like is that he has to give the Duchess something in return for what he wants, and like her aunt and the winemaker have been that almost. So this is, like, tricky for her to talk about without emotion. But she's going to try and be like, what does the Duchess ask in return? Like, you should be, I want you to create this art. This is so lovely. But, like, are you being careful with yourself? It seems as though you're very cold. (laughs) It seems as though you're very cold. (laughs) You know, like, it seems like maybe you're having to give something up. Like, uh, if, you know, at what cost does love, you know? Well, she 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 expects my 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 loyalty and my 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 devotion in 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 the coming coming in the coming conflict. She 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 expects my devotion and 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 of course I I will I will I will give it to her. I, I will be loyal to her. And if I'm like, what do you mean? Say more. I I cannot, but you you will know. You will know. <laughs> Is that a threat? Everyone will know. <laughs> Everyone will know. It is special for me. <laughs> Well, you, 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 of course. Fuck. What? <laughs> and so she's going to try and play, like, she is rattled by that. But she tries to play it off as, like, Pourquoi? But why me? Yeah, I think at this point he, like... He's, like, done. I think, yeah, I think he starts to, like, say things that, like, truly make no sense to you. Like he's like he's kind of, like, you've, you've, like, you've, like, pushed him past the limits of, of rational thought. So she's going to act like we're like, you know, the two of us are having this lovely understanding. It's so special. And she's like, okay, I promised I wouldn't ask you where it's from. But like, what is the name of this play? I have to know. Where did it come from? I I, I, I cannot say. It is, it is the one thing that I cannot tell you. Why? You will be in trouble with your duchess? Yes. <laughs> and the one, the, one, the one who gave it to me, I, I, I cannot reveal. Well, is it, I mean, is Rose there now? Yeah, I think or, so. Okay, I think so. all right. So I think like Rose like comes in. At, I mean, is she just getting there? Like, or is she sitting down? Or like, should yeah, you I probably sat down. Okay, so I sat down like with them. Like, you know, oh, you know, so good to see you here to Manu and whatnot. And I think she's like catching the tail end of this. And I think that she sort of interjects and says, "What if we wanted to become?" accolades of this duchess 
What if we'd like for us for what she's done for you? Yes, I, 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 I can, I can show you the way. I can, I can, I can. When I see her, when I see her next, I will, I will tell her that there are more who, who, who want to be a part of her cause. And like he doesn't, he like the fact that you walked over and like joined the conversation that doesn't seem to rattle him at all. My at God. this point, like he's <laughs> okay. like, yeah, he's like almost kind of in a trance at this point. Yeah, so he doesn't even find anything weird about that. Okay. No. Okay. And then he like abruptly stands up. And he's like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I must I must I must get back to my, to, to my work, to my work. I, I thank you. Thank you for the wine. And he like walks out the door. Okay. I don't even say anything to that. I just mm-hmm. let him go. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Manure is like ready uh-huh. for a hot bath and a night's rest. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm going to assume that like once like Rose is there and it with Manu and it's just them, maybe they get like another glass of wine and kind of debrief each other on their experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So Rose is going to tell Manu that she almost got jumped in the alleyway and that she went into his apartment and found it in like real disarray. But you know that the the tone of those poems was like very intense and then there was other ones that just like made no sense like sounded a lot like how he was when they were just talking um but and that there was those notices for the the wine merchant and for Sylvie's but there's no but besides that there wasn't anything else that that she could find that was too out of place and i think that she's going to round it out with saying like uh even now, I don't know that we found, like, I don't. even now I don't know that we found the end of the line. I think we're speaking to yet another conduit. It sounds like either Ivan is perceiving himself as this, this other person who is committing these crimes, or, or this work is being done like through him from, from someone else yeah. yes this duchess this duchess he speaks of which is the ravings of a madman and yet nothing about today has made sense to me so it seems we are moving further down the line I can't go to the police cause it's like if it's him doing it in person then we can stop anyone else getting hurt by mm-hmm keeping him locked in his room or locked somewhere, right? But if it's through communicating with the Duchess like that, mm-hmm. I do not know where to... Like, I could go talk to occult people that I know of, like, how to stop this or interfere. Or if any of it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. That she's, like, this this Duchess of, like, ice and snow. You know, this connection with the uh, blizzard. You could We could go talk to the occult people. Or yeah. it feels like we need to be present when he is calling upon her. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What time is it about? Well, I mean, 9 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Like, night? Should we go to the occult people now? This is their prime well, time. The <laughs> this is no, their prime I, time. She's so mm-hmm. tired. Yeah. But um, waiting until, like, tomorrow evening seems a bit crazy, too. Yeah. 
Let's go now. Let's pull What'd one more thread. <laughs> uh, I always have it within me to keep going. There is nothing you cannot do, Rose. <laughs> Three pickpockets are nothing for you. The Duchess of Ice is nothing too. <laughs> All right, <Apple>. so <laughs> so Manu, you know, like you're you're pretty familiar with the occult circles. Um, you know where they hang out. Yeah, and you kind of know the different um, the different sects, the different like belief Flavors. systems of the occult uh, in Paris. And so the one that is drawing you, the one that you feel like you want to go speak with, is followers of a man named Stanislas de Gaeta, um, yeah. who it. founded the Audre Kabbalistique de la Rose Croix, um, the order of, of, of Kabbalistic Rosicrucians, or Rosicrucians. And they are these, they are, like I said, these strong believers in the in the ability to the existence of and the ability to summon summon like supernatural beings to support kind of their magical ends um and, and so if anybody okay. like if anybody knows about like how to like control or stop a magical being it would be them okay mm -hmm. okay cool and so you actually you know a group of students like you, you're not gonna like go to Stanislaus himself like that it's not like you have that kind of access mm -hmm. yeah. and you actually can't like you you also wouldn't even be able to like go to like an order meeting or something like that but you can yeah. go and like talk with a group of students who are like followers of that particular brand of occultism mm, okay yikes well we better go do that I feel like we should go in or this want Rose's input should we go in and be like there's a problem and we need your help or go in and be like we're curious how does this work um, I think we could go in and be like, we think something like this is happening. Okay. And we would like to know if you know, like, what being is called on or like, mm -hmm. yeah, like, does this ring true? Like what we're hearing, does this ring true for something okay. that might happen? Yeah. We, we put up our hoods. We... <laughs> you trick yes. off. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. yeah. Back out into the snow. <laughs> Are we still? Is the driver still here? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Wow, he's very it was committed. A nice wine. After the bottle of wine that you gave him, he's yeah, he's he's locked in. Okay. So he takes you to one of the kind of seedier, but not the, not not like a not like a criminal district, but like a you know, not the not the place with like the ni nice upscale cafes like. Like the mm -hmm. like the neighborhood where the Moulin Rouge is, and like some of the some of the like seedier kind of entertainment sure. district, mm -hmm. um, and it seems like this this group of students has convinced um, the a cafe owner of a cafe that they really love, which is like dark and in a basement. Um, there's like some kind of occult paraphernalia on the walls. They've convinced him to open. Um, like the snow has cleared enough that they like they want to drink, and they've convinced him. So you go down into this basement, and there's just this one group of students um, who are kind of deep into the deep into the drinks at this point of the day. Perfect. They've they've clearly been like drinking all day um, to try to warm up from the snow. Um, yeah, and so you you find them downstairs. And do I like know some of them? Enough, right? Like you you you, you you've like you've definitely been at parties together or like things like that. Okay, so I can just walk over and be like, hello. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is me. I have some 
think that I might need your information. I might need your help. Yes. Okay, cool. And then we sit down and, um, I guess just... I think we order a round for the group. You gotta do it. Butter them nice. up. Nice. You know? Good call. Good mm-hmm. call, Rose. Mm-hmm. So, lean in. Consp- conspiratorial. Oh, they're, they're locked. As soon as you do that, they're locked yeah. in. They're like, yeah, tell us. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Again, one of those words you learn during reading. Like, yes. Yeah. So, we have seen something tonight. This whole day. With the snow. We, and then, I don't know, she tells them, like, that they have learned of a man who seems to be causing strange things to happen by communing with a duchess of ice. Interesting. Okay, so they they all kind of start talking, right? Like, it's it's yeah. one of those things where, like, you've clearly hit something that they all feel like they're, like, very knowledgeable about, and, like, they all want to kind of prove that they, like, they know the thing that's going to be important to you. So there's, like, lots of kind of talking back and forth. But what you gather is the way you describe this Duchess of Ice that she has been kind of called upon by the emo- by the strong emotions of this poet um, and that she-, she seems to be like For taking love. action on his behalf makes sense, right? Like that is like, that's kind of, that is one way that this type of thing works. Mm, okay. So like check number one, like, yes, like they believe that something like this could make, could make sense. And what they describe is that if you want to try to stop something like this from happening, right? Because that's something that they do too, is like they would want to not only call these beings and have them do their own purpose, like do their bidding, but also kind of like cut off the connection between other occultists and these beings that they might have called. Mm. That there are two main ways to do that. Or to at least to at least weaken the power of the connection. The first is to actually figure out a way to weaken the power of the connection between the person and the being. Right? So that could be through like kind of finding a way to reduce the emotions that are con- that are connecting the two of them. Or okay. to literally like remove the person. Right? So like you kill could, him. So you could kill it. Mm-hmm. So that would be one. And you mean weaken the emotions between Yvonne and the Duchess or Yvonne and Denise? Well, if, if Yvonne's emotions Either. for Denise are calling the Duchess, then figuring out a way to, 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 to weaken those emotions might, might harm the connection between the Duchess and Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then one of them goes on this kind of long, kind of annoying spiel about how he doesn't hold with the Gnostics. He doesn't, he doesn't you know, he's, he's not a Gnostic <laughs> by any means. Mm-hmm which is another one of the, the kind of occult sects in the area. Okay. But he said the one thing that they do get right is the idea of duality. That oftentimes, um, just like they believe that God and the creator are two kind of opposing forces that are battling, oftentimes these beings have some sort of kind of opposing force. They exist in pairs. And so if you wanted to kind of weaken one, you could use the power of another of their of their opposite to do so and i think at that moment um manu are you the one with with um with miscellany as one of your abilities or is that um, yeah i think at that moment an image flashes in your mind of 
a shop that you walked past earlier in the day as you were kind of going about your business. Maybe it was near the wine merchant or something like that. Because you were so struck by the words on the outside, like the sign on the outside of the shop, because it was in it was in this like vibrant orange red color. And it like stuck out to you as you walked by. And it said it was the the shop was called it was a blacksmith shop and it was called Le Duc de Feu, which translates to the Duke of Fire. Mm -hmm. And that is where we're going to end our story for now. Yes. Oh, man. (laughs) Time to call on the fire god. (laughs) 